lot, you know, it's such a hard, I think people just say, oh, just eat, eat food or stop throwing up. And it's just so much more. Mm -hmm. um, the fear and the prison that that mental disorder has on you with regards to food, it's just consumes your whole life. From morning to night, all you think about is food and it's, yeah, and it's very alienating. Welcome to the Win at Life podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can break free from restrictive diets and build a body and life you love. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and your host of this episode. Today, I'm sitting down with Sonia Bridgewater, one of our amazing Win at Life clients. Sonia is 46 years old, married with three boys, all of whom have special needs. From the age of nine, Sonia has been in a constant battle with food. It started with anorexia food began to consume her life. It was a prison she just couldn't escape. She also started over-exercising. At 16 years old, she started seeing counsellors about it, but the cycle continued. She became a functioning bulimic, where she would binge and purge a few times a week. Sonia has been in the Win at Life program now for 18 months, and she no longer purges or binge eats. She eats 2,300 calories a day and has repaired her relationship with food. So if you're a woman who suffers from disordered eating or food obsession, then you'll get so much out of this episode. As always, take a screenshot and share your biggest takeaways on Insta stories and tag me at K-I-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-E-L-D. Let's spread the word and free other women from restrictive diets. Hey, everybody, and uh, welcome back to the show. And today I've got the lovely uh, Sonia Bridgewater on. She's awesome. She's got so much energy and she loves to... Uh, to have a chat. She's married. She works. She's got three boys. But all of them have special needs. All of them. Yes. Yeah. So she's like, oh, just some some days. I I really admire you, Sonia. Like I, I I think you know you're someone who's just come into the program, and your life would be quite stressful <laughs> and quite hard. And but you just always seem to. You know, like you, I feel like you've done a lot of internal work too. Like you really did a lot of mindset stuff and you really try and focus on, you know, what you're grateful for. And you've always, you know, you, and you came in with a lot of issues too, you know, and everything challenged your beliefs so massively, but, you know, you did it, which is really awesome. Like I think, you know, like I think you're really awesome anyway. Um, <laughs> and the reason I wanted to get Sonia on today um, was just to talk around, talk about women and eating disorders, you know, things like anorexia, disordered eating, um, you know, and, and I, to a degree, had that, but not as badly as, say, someone like, um, to the degree, I think, that you had it. And, you know, women, we get a lot of women come into our program and I often email you and get you to share your experience because I think it can be a really hard thing to break out of, especially when you've been doing it for years and years and years and the fitness industry, you know, promotes, you know, low calorie diets and quick fixes and all the stuff um, that it does in the excessive training. So, you know, Sonia, maybe just to start with, um, can you just, I guess, talk a little bit about your history and like where you've come from and your eating disorders and just okay. so the viewers can get a bit of an understanding. <laughs> Yeah, so, well, I'm um, 46 now, and um, unfortunately, at the age of nine, I um, started with anorexia, um, and it was really a simple thing. I think I shared it once on the Body by Design page where I was really sick. I got bitten by bullets, and I was allergic, and then I got gastro, so I was vomiting for a couple of weeks. I was a little bit of a plump girl, and I lost, I think, a few kilos, and a boy just 
incidentally said, you know, I like your, your bum in your jeans. And that, that triggered a switch. Um, and from then I started with, you know, being really secretive um, at nine and not eating my food. Um, and then I started binging. So then I, I progressed more into bulimia. Um, and that actually led on to my late 20s. Um, so I was in and out of hospitals. Um, I was just not eating all day, um, maybe having an apple, um, but that would bloat me. And for me, it was always the distorted view of my stomach being protruding out. Um, and then I'd binge in secret. Um, so it was such a horrible way to live. And I did that through all my university years, through work, through relationships, um, you know, really violent um, episodes with um, like addiction. So when you weren't getting your food or whether you were in the middle of a binge and somebody would see you, you'd be lashing out at people and no one really knew what was going on. So it's a horrible, um, it's a real mental disorder. It's an eating disorder, but I think I've talked about the secrecy and the deviancy mm -hmm. um, physically, you know, I, I'd, I'd, I'd throw up and then I'd walk into a gym, you know, and I'd be, I couldn't hardly see where I was going. I had such dizzy spells and I'd be training through that and the dehydration, you know, the teeth enamel, <laughs> you know, so it's a lot, you know, it's such a hard, I think people just say, oh, just eat, eat food or stop throwing up. And it's just so much more, mm -hmm. um, the fear and the prison that that mental disorder has on you with regards to food. It's just consumes your whole life from the morning to night. All you think about is food and it's, yeah. And it's very alienating, you know? Yeah. I guess, did you ever like, were you quite secretive about it? Oh, terrible. You know, I'd be going in those days. What was that? What was those restaurants? Sizzler. Sizzler? Are they still yeah. around? Yeah, yeah, Sizzler. You know, I would, because, you know, and I, I mean, the money I would buy, I'd do all that. I mean, you know, what they would think when you're going in and out of the toilet the whole time. But, you know, you do huge blowouts, um, you know, and you'd binge in your car. Um, you know, you, I'd say no. I mean, I'd say no to going out because I wanted to stay home and binge, you know. When I was in a relationship, I would, you know, so I had to go home because I had a migrant because I wanted to binge. Mm. You know? So it's just horrible because that, that moment, it's like a drug. The moment when you're eating, you do feel a comfort mm. and then obviously the horrendous guilt and the physicality of feeling so, so drained afterwards. It's horrible. I mean, I think you said you've thrown up before and mm -hmm. it's just, and when you're throwing up, not naturally, it's a real, it's, it hurts your throat, you know, it's a horrible feeling and, and you feel like, and you look, your eyes are blood. Well, you're, like, I remember, like, yeah, I didn't do it to the extent you did, but it's like they'd water. And you yeah. have to stick your fingers so yeah. far down your throat yeah. to get yourself oh, to Oh, yeah, I'd have taps going below. Yeah. I mean, I'm such a pro. I didn't even have, I mean, you know, too much information, but I didn't even need to put my fingers down my throat. You know, mm. I had such a, yeah, because, you know, 20, 30 years of throwing up, I just had to, yeah. So I had good abs. Yeah. <laughs> it's good that you can laugh about it now. Yeah, it, it was terrible. It was did, you feel, did you feel really ashamed? Yes. Like, yeah. 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 And why can't I get over this? Why? Why has it taken so long? Um, you know, and I'd see, I'd, you know, I saw counsellors. I, mm. I sort of came out when I was 16. And then that mm. was even worse because then I pretended for the next 15 years or so that I was well. Mm. So that was really, so then I became quite selective. I was like a functioning bulimic. So I'd maybe only purge a couple of times a week. Mm. Um, you know, and, and no one had any idea then because, you know, my weight, you know, from when I was younger, I was very skinny. I was at 37 kilos and I'm 170 centimetres. 37 kilos. 37. Yes, yeah, so I was emancipated. How much do you weigh now? So I'm up to 62. 
37 kilos. That yeah. is insane. That's nearly half. Yeah. 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 How? You look so lean now. I'm like, how is that possible? How are you even alive? I wasn't eating. I was not yeah. eating. I wasn't. And then when I'd have to get weighed, you're very tricky. You'd eat and you'd drink lots of water before you got weighed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, wow. and then you know, and then with the bulim- and then the bulimia, I added weight, you know, because you know, sometimes it was hard to throw up, so I had to wait in the morning, and you know, of course, I didn't know that, you know, obviously, then the food's all absorbed. Yeah. <laughs> Late, buddy. Um, and then I went the other way, and then I sort of added up to seventy plus kilos. So I've sort of sat on either spectrum of the weights. Um, but um, it's just horrible. It's a very horrible, alienating disorder to have. Um, but the mental prison with food, it's just constantly, constantly on your mind, constantly, no matter what. And you, um, you've cycled through heaps of diets, hey, too. Yes. Like, yeah. So I've done, um, I did the carb cycling. I've done paleo. I've done high fat, high protein, no carbs at all. So I've done, you know, literally no carbs, like no carbs. <laughs> I don't, you know, I think maybe a carrot. Well, you know, I love the carrots. Mm. Um, but, and I've, you know, I've done all this, you know, the green juices, the, you know, the Nutribullet did a cleanse. I've done soup mm. diets, um, protein bars, you know, I've done a lot, a lot of different ones. And, you know, my energy, actually, to be truthful for me, because I was at the same sort of weight, my weight never really fluctuated from my late 20s. I sort of a couple kilos here and there. Mm. Um, and I just was migraining with everything I did. I just, but in carb cycling, I would gorge myself, you know. You know, because I'd start it with someone and then I'd lie and say, yeah, yeah, I'm doing it. And then I'd, I'd be gorging myself because I just couldn't, I couldn't maintain it. I just couldn't maintain it. Yeah. Okay. And, I hate, and then it made me quite resentful. So then I felt the need to, to binge. So. Mm. Wow. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, like so many women suffer from this and they just don't talk about it because no. they're, you, you feel like I didn't have it to the severity that you did, but I'd always you know, like you wouldn't tell anyone, you, no. you know, like I remember Sunday nights I'd be smashing pizza and, you know, corn chips and ice cream. And, and I just think, oh, it's okay. Like I'll just start again tomorrow, the restriction, you know, like I just won't tell anyone. And yeah, it's, it is re- a really awful place. And I think if more women could um, like acknowledge it and, and, and talk about it and it's not something to be ashamed of. Um, and I think, you know, like, and you would know now because, you know, you eat lots of food now, <laughs> lots of food for a small person. So, Sonia's always posting all her like wonderful, she has some weird recipes. There sometimes I'm like, well, oh, that one looks yes, weird. I'm like, I'm like, she comes up with some good ones, but then I'm like, oh, I don't know how that one would taste. But so what was like, you know, obviously you've been in our program now for um, 18 months. Like let's talk about like leading up to joining the program and like when you decided to do it, like, what was the shift that you had? Like, what were you thinking I was about? just, I think, you know, I've been following you for a good six plus months. Um, mm. And, you know, I, I always have exercised and I've gym trained, but not mm. correct technique. So for the shift for me was I was just tired of walking around like an 80 year old. I wanted to train with purpose. So mm. I originally came because I wanted some guidance on, um, you know, training and not being a slave to the gym. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to train three times a week. I wanted to reduce that, you know, that cardio, you know, because that was another, for me, the food was a prison, but also was the over-exercise. And so I've come from the over-everything, mm-hmm. you know, or under-eating, over-eating and over-training. So I just wanted to be released um, from the prison of, of, of exercising so much. And I wanted to train with purpose because mm-hmm. I've trained for 
I've been training since I was 12 at the gym. So I came to you guys at 45 and I didn't look like I trained, you know, nothing aggravated me more when somebody said, Oh, do you go to the gym? For mm. me, that was such a slap in the face. Um, I'm like, fuck, do I go to the gym? <laughs> um, you know, God, do I go to the gym or what? So I just think I had to train with purpose. Mm. Um, and I, I, for me, the blessing with the nutrition, I had no idea how much joining you guys entailed mindset, nutrition and training. Mm. I, I came with the training. I wanted to train less. And then everything else has been such an extra bonus. It's just been, you know, so much more, so many more layers, as they say about the onion, you know, you have to look. Peel away. Um, look, well, let's, let's talk about like, so, you know, because I think a lot of women, they, they are in your position like I was too and thinking, oh, I just, I don't want to be like this anymore. And I remember when you very first started with us, like you just hammered me with questions, which was awesome, you know, and you were like really like, I think sometimes when you start, you, you're going back and forth going, is this the right thing? Is this the right thing? So let's talk about your headspace when you, you know, the first month. And, you know, how, because obviously it challenged so many of your beliefs. And I think, you know, what advice can you give to women when they're first starting this and it's, and their old self is pulling them back going, no, 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 restrict, you know, you shouldn't be eating so much sugar, it's too much carbs. Because I'm sure that was going through your head. Yeah. I think when you join, you have to ask yourself the scary questions. What is the worst that can happen? Am I, maybe I'm going to add a tiny bit of weight. Um, you know, but how, how can you go on this way anymore? How, how can you keep going on this path that has got you nowhere? So I think you've got to ask yourself that and be ready then to say, or I'm going to go in, I'm just going to do what they say. Yes, it might be scary, but you know, you're going to be supported. So I came with that attitude. I would have pretty much done, I was over it. Like I've done it for 30 plus years on my own, getting nowhere. And I was sick of the the constant, you've got to exercise, you've got to do training, you've got to watch what you eat. Because even though I wasn't purging, I was still very worried about what I was eating because I had no understanding of my macros and I was tired. So I think you've just got to say, go in there, trust the process. It's going to be hard. The first week I was crying every night because I was detoxing from um, probably the poofers, the polyunsaturated, you know, the alcohol because I was drinking every night. Um, you know, even adding some honey and things into my coffees and stuff. I wasn't used to the sugar that, you know, so I was just like this migraines, but I thought this, this shows God, this is something really wrong with my internal and my subjective. So I actually knew that that was shit. I'm a lot worse than what I thought, mm. So you know, and reach out, you know, keep reaching out. You know, you join a whole group of tribes of women who are on the same path as you and, you know, the coaches, I think, I swallowed some pride and I was having some troubles because the more I healed, I got angry at my old self. So I reached out to, I think, you know, and said I needed some help with my mindset. Mel helped me, um, you know, so don't, you know, pride, where does it get you in the end? You know, we've all got something that, you know, we need to share and, you know. Isn't that good though? You've got that self-awareness because I think you're yeah. right. Like you can be a bit self-punishing. Like yeah. you think, oh God, why did I waste so much time doing that? Yeah, I got really angry. Yeah. At myself. Yeah. And I think a lot of women probably do that. So what advice would you get to, to women if they're doing that to themselves? Uh, just be kind to yourself, you know, just 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 go in and you know, it's never too late. It's never too late to start a new book for yourself, you know, make a new story for yourself. So, you know, yes, it's good to be angry, but forgive yourself. And then just push it away and move forward, you know. That's what I can do. I mean, we've all got these those moments where you think, oh, my God, if I could go back in time. But 
what purpose is it going to serve? You know, mm. it, it takes courage. It does. And from an eating disorder, and I think, you know, it's scary. Um, but I was ready. If you told me to eat whatever, I mean, I eat, I eat the liver, you know, I ate the carbs, you know, and I always share that moment when I made that first rice pudding with the butter and the chocolate. Yeah. And I, I bored like a baby because I'd never eaten something like that in my life and kept it in. So for me, and that was just the simple of understanding macros and understanding how, you know, I, I didn't, I thought a calorie was a calorie. I didn't understand anything between, you know, which we, I know you'll go into later when people join about, you know, your protein and your carbs and your fats mm. and how that works on all your, you know, hormones and your metabolism and, you know, all that stuff. I didn't know that. I just thought, you know, there's good food and bad food, you know, like so many silly you know. Oh, I know. It's crazy. It's just the conditioning, I think, from the fitness industry. And what about like, because I think a lot of women and really struggle with, and I used to be like this too, is around the weight and, and the weight and being so tied to the weight on the scales, you know, how have you navigated that? That's hard. Look, and I, I have to say, and look, you know, I might go against with some of the things that, you know, I now understand that, you know, we weigh ourselves every day to get a, you know, a good balance of the seven days because, you know, depending on your period or if you've not had a drink and I hated the weighing part, it really did give me a bit of a brain, you know, brain, F-U-C-K. Um, but the way I did, I had to remove myself. I just had to remove myself and look at it as a number. And I kept watching back. Craig did a live where he said, you know, salt, sleep, poo, you know, yeah. Period. You know, and I just went, this is what it's about. And I just had to look at it as a number. Um, and I really think also for me, it was the educating about the body composition too and the mm. difference between muscle and fat um, and understanding that, you know, how you can be a 65 kilo woman and have less fat percentage than someone who's, you know, 70 kilos. So mm. I think, you know, for me, understanding the whole training and the body composition part help me with my mindset with the food as well. It's so interlaced. Mm. Uh, but it is scary and, you know, and it's, you know, so I would say if someone is coming from a really severe eating disorder background, eat the food, reach out, you do weigh your food and measure and track your food. You know, if it's really going to stuff with you, don't even look at the scales for a while. Maybe don't weigh yourself mm. um, and, you know, just go by how you visually and how you feel intrinsically because mm. it's so much more important. You know, so as I said, you know, everyone's different, but um, I was ready. So I would have done anything. If you told me to sit on the couch for a month, I would have done it. Mm. You know, I was just ready or whatever, you know. I was just so over being so alone um, and just not getting anywhere, just miserable, just really mm. miserable um, internally as well because mm. I was constantly bashing myself up. Yeah, it's, 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 it is awful, isn't it? And I think... Yeah you know, that weight, the weight on the scales, like when you, like if you're getting on it every day, you sort of realise you're like, you know, your weight can fluctuate. You know, like some days yeah. I'll weigh 66, some days I'll weigh 68. You know, like depending on what I've eaten the day before, like you say, you know, it's just, poo. yeah, like exactly your 800 gram poo that you weigh. 900 gram. I do that sometimes. I'll do a big old weight yeah. just because I just want to see how much the poo weighs. <laughs> That's solid. That's a good poo. That, that is solid. Yeah, I, that shows I eat some food. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it's just yeah, like you say, getting out of that conditioning of yeah. like oh, I'm, the number. The number means so yeah. much, and I think too, like you know, we we have different types of women that come into our program. Like you, you and I were similar. You know, I was, was a good restrictor, yeah. and you know, I was 
more skinny fat, you know, like I didn't have the muscle I have now, but I was so tied to that weight on the scales and it being a certain number when I was really tiny. And I just, but now, like, obviously I'm a lot bigger now. I've got muscle and I've got more fat, but you just feel better. Like you just sleep better. Your energy's better. Um, Yeah, it's a real, it, it does, it does take time. Like yeah. I think women, you can't, you know, like I don't know what you advise because I feel like you can't just switch it off. Like for me, it's something that's over time gotten better and yeah. probably the same for you. Like it didn't just instantly disappear. No, and there's still moments where I have to pull back, you know, because my, you know, my weight's gone up a little bit and then it'll go mm-hmm. down, but my, I'm sleeping so much better, I'm feeling so much better, my energy's so much better, the skin's so much better. Um, and you just can't outweigh that. Um, so for me, I just would, I would try to go by how you're feeling and how you're looking. Um, mm. And then, you know, do you have to really remove yourself from it and mm. just visualise it as a number and educate because there's so, and that's the part that I don't think people realise when you join this program, whether it's nutrition or training or both, all the information you guys provide and mm. all the podcasts, all the, you know, articles and all the links to other um experts and you know just read and read take notes i take notes i go back and just really understand all the Mm. stuff that's going on in your body with regards to food to sunlight to sleep and Mm. then that helps you understand it it creates the story of why those kilos are there on the scales and for me i needed to do that because otherwise you just see this going up or down it doesn't matter if it's water food muscle you know, you just see, and, and I think people go fat, skinny. That's all they look at the kilos up or down is fat, skinny. And it's not as simple as that. Mm. And I, think, I think a lot of, and as I say, I didn't understand the difference between the macros. Mm. So for me, the learning about my fitness power, it was, and I think I, I looked at it as a massive question. I just had to put the protein with the carbs and the fats. And I removed myself. I'm just like, oh, it's like a game. I just make a little massive equation every day. So, you know, that's all I can say is just, you know, really educate yourself um, mm-hmm. and you have to remove yourself to a certain extent because when you come to the front, you have to be ready. No mm-hmm. half-ass. You've just got to go all in and trust the process. Um, you know, and maybe in a year you don't have to track your food and you don't mm-hmm. have to, you know, it just depends. I'm probably at that stage where I, you know, I just like to, you know, because I'm that way. Um, yeah, you like to be organized. It gives me a comfort, you know, it does give me a comfort because the freedom I get from doing that, which I'd rather be able to eat what I want and track mm-hmm. it Mm. Um, for me, that gives me freedom. Um, mm. and I'm all about not worrying. I don't. I just don't want that on my head. I don't. I hate having that. Oh, mm. when am I going to train? Oh, now my God, I, I've had a piece of cake. So what I would do, I don't know about you, but if I mm. ate something at night, mm-hmm. I would either train then or first thing in the morning, double same. make I up that same. piece of cake. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. stupid. Just you trying know? to work it off, like you're thinking, fuck it. Cardio. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I think you made a good point about the tracking is it's really, you have to do it initially. And, you know, if you put the groundwork in and you learn it, then it will actually free you. And if you don't, you know, like I go between, like I don't track strictly now. I just use it to plan ahead. You know, like I'll be like, I've got to prep out all this food and make sure I eat, you know, a certain amount of food just to, I think, to cope with day-to-day life and your training. And then if I want more, I'll eat extra if I'm hungry. But I think, you know, like it gives you that flexibility to either you can eat, you don't need to track anymore because you've learned, or if you want to use it, you know, I think it's a really valuable tool. Like if you sort of all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm not sleeping, Mm. you know, or my energy's low, you can whack a day in and be like, oh, actually, I'm actually under eating. You know, I think it can be very easy as females, especially when you're busy, to slip back into the old habits of not eating enough. 
you know, or you get busy and you miss a meal. Um, I think you really do have to consciously, you know, make sure that you're fueling your body. You know, like now we talk about if you don't eat, like I just had the quick coffee and the fudge before we got on. So I'm like, <laughs> I can't do this with that. With, with, I can't sit here for an hour and I haven't eaten since breakfast. You know, it's just yeah. your blood sugar drops. Yeah. But I think that's a really, you know, you learn about your body and what actually works for you. And I think, Sonia, just to finish off, like if a woman was watching this and she's just stuck in that, you know, like where you were in that she's just consumed by food and, you know, she just is hating, is miserable, like what advice would you give her to break out of that? Like where, where, would they, where should they start? I would start by um, joining definitely the nutrition first. Um, you know, nutrition and training. If you're already training, I'd join both. Um, but if you, if, you know, you're someone who hasn't exercised forever and you just have no idea and you're just overwhelmed and you're just over it um, and you just want to be free, I would just um, book in and do the nutrition part um, and just get that understanding and educational of how to make yourself feel so much better in, internally and heal that metabolism and, you know, work on all those other things because if you're not eating right, you know, no matter what you talk about, the, you, you haven't got a great libido, <laughs> you're tired. Um, I'm sure you guys have got headaches. That's a huge thing with um, eating disorders is headaches and dehydration. Mm. Um, so I would reach out and, and just book in and do the nutrition. Um, and if you're already exercising, I'd book in the training as well. Mm. Um, but definitely the nutrition, just reach out, just do it. You know, what's the, what's the most you're going to lose? I mean, you know, a few months of your life. Um, so I, I think too, like women, like it's okay to ask for help. Yes. You know, like you've got yeah. to stop trying to do it on your own. And you deserve, you deserve this too. You know, you don't have to do it on your own. And I think that's what a lot of us women are doing. And don't be embarrassed. Gosh, I mean, you know, there's nothing, you know. Like, I feel like, like anything that you think you've done, like if you come into our program, there's someone who's done it or done worse than you, hey, like some of the stories yeah. that women tell. And it's such yeah. a good, safe space. Like no one, yeah. there's no judgment. It's like just keep no. up and try and be vulnerable, share. Like we all share our very openly all our, you know, stories and, um, you know, it's like who cares Yeah, what you did in the past, you know? It doesn't yeah. It's owning your shit too and moving forward. Um, and it's all right to cry. It's all right to be angry. Someone, yeah. someone's, someone's been in a similar situation, you know. Um, and don't fear the food because, you know, you're not. I think I, that's a thing probably. I think what holds some people back is thinking that you're going to force them to eat. Um, you know, the coaches will work with you with foods that make you feel comfortable. So like myself, I hadn't had dairy for many, many 20 years so, you know, I started on a, you know, a lactose-free one, just a little bit each day. Then I introduced some Greek yogurt. It's, mm. You know, I don't have to have gallon because I was a bit scared of cheese. So mm. I left the cheese for a while. You don't have to eat the cheese still straight away. You don't have to eat anything as long as you make it fit into your program. So, you know, if you don't want to eat bread or potatoes straight away, don't, you know, work with the simple fruits that are comfortable or just have some juice. Um, you know, the coaches will work with you, you know, and if you're overwhelmed, you know, someone will help you. That's a um, good, how are you with the dairy now? Because obviously I know when you, came, you had yeah. really bad bloating, you were bloated, yeah. hey, digestive issues. Yeah. How yeah. are you now with all of no, that? I'm fine. I'm really yeah. good with it. So, you know, this, we're just working through. So there's still some fruits I'm not great with. But, yeah, no, um, I eat cheese, I eat yogurt, um, and I have milk all the time. So And I can drink either. As long as there's good quality milk. Yeah, you know, yeah, we've, yeah. Uh, we've always got A2 because of my youngest. But I, I'm, as long as there's a good farmer's milk, I'm fine with just your normal, normal milk. So... 
I think that's a really good point you just made there before we finish off is about finding what works for you. Yeah. You know, like it's, there's going to always, you know, like I ate some bloody pears. I made some stewed pears. Yeah, I, no, I, didn't, I, I didn't cook them enough though. They were yeah. still a bit firm and I was like, I ate them and I was so farty. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, what the hell's going on with your trumpet ass? I'm like, oh, I think it's the pears that I didn't cook. So it's just interesting, isn't it? Like yeah. there's always going to be certain foods that just work best for you that, digest well for you that make you feel really good and you know also too that you like that you the foods you enjoy you know like it's yeah. just you should eat what you love um you know i mean we all probably love we have similarish you know we eat similarish foods but you know it's about finding what works best for your body um yeah. but you're really good you're so consistent you're really good i love my food yeah and you, <laughs> you I, love, I can't wait to go back to the gym <gasps> oh, i know um, i bet i bet yeah. I just, you're so good in the program too like you really help other women like you're really good um with you gotta have a laugh kitty oh you do you're right too seriously totally totally life is too short to be starving be brave be brave just just be brave don't be alone be brave Mm. i love it awesome well thanks so much um sonia and i hope for anyone who's watching this they you know got something out of it some good advice from um sonia who's you know overcome a year a lifetime nearly of half a lifetime of eating disorders and you know it it is possible you you can be free if you just if you want to and you do you do the work um and you can enjoy food again and be free from that it is like a prison it really is yeah 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 but um grateful oh i'm grateful to have you in the program you're you're awesome and thanks for always helping and helping other women. You shouldn't have to do that, um, but you're really, you're really good. But, uh, and, you know, if you ever join our program one day, you'll get to um, hang around Sonia. She's pretty funny too. She posts funny videos in the page. Oh, did you like my table, Rose? Hey? I was about to hammer that table. Oh, so freaking over that one. <laughs> oh, these fucking, t- yeah, that's the, the dumbest exercise, eh? I was like, to Craig. But you know you got to do what you got to do in that. What did happen for you? When did like, you? 20? No, 22nd. No, oh, so like six more days. Oh, I know, but that yeah, I will yeah. see. I like, although the programs have been modified, so I just had a look at them. They really, they look great. So oh, I can't great. wait to get back in. I'll be, I'll be going. Bloody deadlift! I'll be so motivated. You'll be so sore after the first few sessions. You'll be so sore. I don't care. You need that extra food. Yeah, I will wait. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, um, Sonia, and I will speak to you in the program.